Episode 60 of the Shock Shock Knicks podcast on the Posting and Toasting Podcast Network. Sean St. Jacques back here with you. A big, big milestone episode this week. We thought we'd change it up. And the reason we did is because there's something big going on as we speak. Uh, it is the draft lottery. Um, I thought about, you know, reacting to this next week but you know what because it's on the day i record i'm gonna do it live bleep it we're doing it live uh, obviously you're gonna hear it pre uh you know by my reaction post the event but the first half of the show really for most of the show is gonna be me reacting to the lottery we're gonna get into some thoughts on the nba playoffs so far as well i'm not gonna go as in depth on the nba playoffs as i wanted to this week there's a lot of series to get to. I'll be going throughout, going through that as well throughout the show. It's going to be a bit of a mix. So while the draft, the draft lottery is going on right now, I'm watching Rachel Nichols in a very bright yellow outfit that looks like a, uh, you know, it, it's very lemony. It's very yellow. It's very bright. Uh, I guess that's some proof that I'm watching this live. I don't know. Anyway, doesn't matter. The point is I'm going to watch the Knicks fate for the draft live as it goes down. They just showed all the representatives from each team waiting on Zoom to find out the fate. The Knicks right now are the sixth pick in the draft. They could get a little higher. They could get a little lower. So we'll have to see what happens right now as it stands. Golden State, Cleveland, and one other team I'm forgetting now. Again, I'm doing this kind of off the cuff here. They got 14% chance of getting the first pick. And then it gets a little bit lower as we go down the Knicks uh, are about two or three spots lower than that. So Golden State could get the number one overall pick, which would be a pretty big deal for them. The third team, by the way, is the Timberwolves. So those are the three teams that have the best shot at grabbing the number one pick. The Atlanta Hawks are tied for, or I should say fourth, I should say 12.5%. The Pistons check in at 10.5% to win the lottery. The Knicks have a 9% chance at winning the draft lottery and grabbing the first pick in the draft. The Bulls have a 7.5% chance of winning the draft lottery. They could really use it to be fair to them as well. The Charlotte Hornets have a 6% chance of winning it. The Washington Wizards have a 4.5% chance. They could use it as much as anybody. Phoenix Suns have a 3% chance at winning the draft lottery. The San Antonio Spurs, believe it or not, actually have a shot. They have a 2% chance of winning it, and the Sacramento Kings have a 1.3% chance of winning the draft lottery. The Pelicans, who won the draft lottery last year, got Zion Williamson. They have a 1.2% chance. The Memphis Grizzlies have a half of a percent chance. Yeah, we're saying there's a chance there. That's it, basically. That's the lottery, so we'll see what happens. Um, I have it on mute, so I can't hear what's going on right now. Steph Curry, I think, is getting interviewed right now with Corn Rolls. Uh, on it looks or corn rose, I guess. Uh, apologies, there looks terrible. Uh, the hairdo on Steph Curry, but anyway, but while we wait for the draft lottery to happen again, forgive me, I, I can't really give you many details. I don't want the sound from the game to go over onto the from the game, the sound from the draft lottery to go over onto the broadcast as, as on onto the podcast, as far as any copyright stuff that we obviously don't own. So it's muted for me, so I'm not going to hear anything that is said. Um, I'm going to react to moving pictures with no audio. And as we go through, I'll basically go and give you my thoughts on the playoffs so far while we wait. Right now, it's just people talking uh, about probably stuff that doesn't have that big of an impact on the lottery. And they're probably just rehashing things that you 
most likely, if you're an NBA fan, already know. Anyway, uh, they wait for the we wait for the envelopes to be brought out and Mark Tatum to let us know the fate of the Knicks and the rest of the teams in the NBA draft lottery. They're talking about the Knicks now, actually, as we speak. I'm seeing a lot of R.J. Barrett B-roll, and I'm seeing some dunks from the Knicks at the Garden. Okay, while we wait, let's take a look at what's happened so far in the NBA playoffs this week. A lot of good stuff, to be honest. There's been good series developing early on. Saw a good amount of the Pacers Heat series so far. I kind of want to start there. It's it's turned into a little bit of a one-sided series, I have to say. I think the scores were a little misleading. I think the Heat have been the better team. Uh, the series, you know, you know, 2 nil, 2 nil. Geez, I got soccer running through my head as well. 2 nothing in favor of the Heat is is accurate. It's been very much heat-heavy the first two games. The Heat hit 18 threes today in Game 2 to knock off the Pacers by 9 points. So I feel good about my pick there. The Heat have been clearly the better team. Listen, Indiana slightly undermanned in this series. I thought they maybe would make up for that a little bit. They might get swept if it keeps going this way. I don't see them getting a game if they keep defending the way that they're defending. I think the Heat will calm down a little bit from three. Duncan Robinson was having one of those games. He couldn't miss. So the Heat are in the driver's seat in that series. That was sort of expected. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. By the way, eight minutes until the draft lottery is revealed. So if you want to skip ahead, if you have every right to do that, uh, you can go ahead and skip ahead to my reactions or my live commentary on the NBA draft lottery. But for now, I'll dive into some of my playoff thoughts. And we'll do that, by the way, along with reaction to the draft lottery in the second half of the show as well. So that'll be that's basically the bulk of the show this week. The two big shockers so far have been the the 8-1 matchups. The the Magic stole game 1 from the Bucks. Just watched the Bucks even the series uh, despite a poor fourth quarter, I must say, from Milwaukee. They almost let the Magic back in the game with about 4 minutes to go, but they closed it out and the Bucks are back in that series. It's one apiece between the Magic and the Bucks. After the draft lottery, I'm going to be tuning into Lakers-Blazers game two. The Blazers stole game one from the Lakers as well. So the eight seeds are making some noise early on. We'll see if they can keep it going. I think many expected the Bucks to bounce back, and they did. I, I mean, I think the number one thing there was defensive intensity, guarding the three-point line, and trying to manage Nikola Vucevic, who really had a strong game one. I think he had 35 and 14. It was really an impressive performance from him. As there's, oh, there's, they're bringing out the envelopes. Everyone's got masks on. It's all well placed and well done. We'll see how this goes. They got, yeah, oh boy, they got it coming. It's coming up. So we'll keep, again, for those who are just uh, chiming in or, or flipping around and things like that, I'm going to be giving you a live reaction to where the Knicks end up in the draft lottery, and we'll see how it goes. So you're going to get my live uh, reaction to that in just a few minutes here. And then um, after that, we'll dive into the rest of the playoff series that we haven't gotten to yet. And then we'll also dive into the reaction where the Knicks are going to end up picking in the first round and that first pick. So back to the, the Bucks and the Magic and the Lakers and the Blazers. I always felt going into the series for both of those two that the Blazers had a much better chance of consistently bothering the Lakers because of really of two things. One, you could argue that Damian Lillard's the best player on three of those four teams. I think, you know, him and Giannis is probably neck and neck as far as their impact currently 
in the league. Obviously, Giannis is the favorite for the MVP. I'm talking about recently in the bubble. Damian Lillard has been probably the best player in the bubble. I, I don't think there's much argument to that. He won the bubble MVP, if memory serves. So he's going to be a guy that's going to be a force to be reckoned with and showed that in game one. And I think that on top of that, with the Blazers, I'm just thinking, you know, they didn't have Zach Collins. They've get, they've gotten much better outing at a, at a Yusef Nurkic. who just lost his grandmother to COVID-19. He's been playing really hard, even harder than he normally plays. CJ McCollum's been a little up and down in the bubble, but he's made big shots when he's had to. They've got really good role players on that team, and the big thing that they've got is a good front court. Even without Zach Collins, they've managed to do really well in the paint. And when Anthony Davis is is neutralized for the Lakers, they're very beatable. I think that's kind of what happened in Game 1. The Lakers didn't get enough scoring from Anthony Davis in Game 1. I think that was the difference in the game. I think tonight, and again, you'll know the, the, the score by the time this podcast goes out, don't be surprised if Anthony Davis has 35 points tonight. I think that's the adjustment the Lakers make, is to really make sure that Anthony Davis goes off. Because if the Lakers are going to win this series, they need Anthony Davis and LeBron James to be, I think Charles Barkley might have even said this on, on Inside the NBA, 65 a night between the two, something like that. And that's kind of what I thought going into the series. But I also thought the Lakers would shoot the ball better as a team from three. They did not do that well in game one. So the team as a whole needs to get some shots to get, you know, get some shots to fall from deep, number one. And number two, I think defensively, it's it's a little it's a little shaky at times for the Lakers, but the offense has been the really surprising point here. It's just not been good enough from the Lakers. So that's definitely one of the series to look out for, regardless of who wins tonight. Obviously, if the Blazers win tonight, it's it's maybe not panic stations, but it's getting pretty close to that for the Lakers if they don't win game two tonight. It's a huge game for LA. If the Blazers go 2 nothing up, I, I don't know. It could get really dicey for the top seed in the West. So that the game that you'll know the result of, the game that I'm going to go watch after this, is really a big game in the NBA playoffs. There's kind of no getting around that. If the Blazers win, things get really dicey for the top seed. But if, if obviously, if the Lakers bounce back, it's going to be a really tight series, I think, the rest of the way. And, and the Lakers will have, I think, the edge because they've got the two best players in the Western Conference, arguably, uh, if not the whole NBA. So it's one of those things where the Lakers could either really easily turn it around or it's going to be a thing where, you know, the Blazers might start turning some heads if they win game two tonight. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. I'm trying to time this, by the way, and, and forgive me if it doesn't go this way, but I'm trying to time this so the lottery happens, we can take a break after that, and then we'll dive into the second half of the show, which is reaction to where the Knicks will be picking, and then the rest of my thoughts on the NBA playoffs so far. Right now, we're, we're getting, it's close. We're pretty sure we're going to get in on time on this. If not, we'll take our break a little later than we normally do, and then we'll dive into everything in the second half of the show. So listen, right now, the Knicks have a 9% chance at winning the draft lottery. The, the three teams at the top, Golden State, Cleveland, and Minnesota, have a 14% chance each of winning the draft lottery. Don't sleep on the, on the Hawks either, 12.5%, and the Pistons, 10.5%, have a chance to also win the draft lottery. The Knicks had the best chance to win the draft lottery last year, and they got the third pick in the draft and took R.J. Barrett. So it's not a lock. 
that the number one or even the top three will get the number one pick. So remember, the Pelicans got the number one pick last year. They were very, very much not up there in the top three. So you never know. It could really go a number of different ways. That's why they restructured the percentages in the draft lottery so it wasn't a foregone conclusion to try to stop tanking in the NBA. So those are going to be the interesting things that happened. They're interviewing LaMelo Ball, interviewing Anthony Edwards, two players that things go right for the Knicks tonight. They could be looking at as far as drafting in that first round with that first pick. So going to be interesting to see what happens with that. But also before we get in, because again, there's still a few minutes it looks like here until we're actually going to find out where everybody is going. Let's dive into one more playoff series so far, maybe even two, depending on how long this takes. I want to give a bit of a a shout out to the Boston Celtics and the way they've handled the Gordon Hayward injury between games one and two. They came out in game two, didn't miss a beat, but also a big, big disappointment on the Philadelphia 76ers so far in that series. Celtics go up 2-0 with a big win yesterday. I, the, the Sixers gave up in the game. I mean, there's just no question about it. They gave that game up in the in the second half. They felt like they couldn't get back into it, so they let it go. And they're 2 nothing down. I don't think they're getting back into this series. I think they could get swept. I think it's possible that it goes down that quickly for Philadelphia. They looked like they wanted to go home in the fourth quarter. They looked like they were done. Their season was over. We thought this was a possibility, and it's turned out to be that way. So we'll see. It could come down to one of those things, but right now it's been all Celtics in that series. It could easily go 3 nothing, and there's really no coming back from that in the NBA. Okay, they're going to the... Again, I have this on mute, so I'm just looking at the pictures. Mark Tatum is up there. They just showed everyone on the screen. Leon Rose, the president of the Knicks, is the one that is representing the Knicks there tonight. Here we go. We're going through the envelopes. Mark Tatum's got the number 14 envelope there. It's the Boston Celtics. From the Memphis Grizzlies, the Boston Celtics get Memphis's pick. If it's the 14th pick, they get it. So Boston's picking 14th in the first round. Here's the 13th envelope. It's the New Orleans Pelicans, who got the number one pick last year. They had a very low percentage side of winning the lottery. They're the 13th pick. He's rolling through these. The 12th pick is the Sacramento Kings, which I believe was also a very low percentage. De'Aaron Fox is representing them on Zoom. That was expected from the from the Sacramento Kings. The San Antonio Spurs are the 11th pick in the draft. I believe that was also expected. Um, again, relatively very low percentage chance of getting much higher than that. We're into the top 10. The 10th pick is going to go to the Phoenix Suns. I think that's relatively where they were expected to pick as well. The Washington Wizards had the ninth pick in the draft. Rui Hachimura is representing the Washington Wizards. They just showed him on the screen. The eighth pick goes to, oh boy. The eighth pick goes to the New York Knicks. Which means the Charlotte Hornets are going to get a top four pick in the draft, as are the Chicago Bulls. And the Knicks fall two places in the draft. By the way, so do the Pistons, who could have gotten a top four pick tonight. They dropped to seventh in the draft lottery, an even bigger drop. The Hawks dropped to six. They were going to get the third pick based on the percentages, so that someone has just rocketed up through the draft board 
Cleveland drops out of the top three. They go to five. Second straight year, they've had a big chance of getting the number one pick. They fall two spots as well. And the Chicago Bulls, oh my goodness. We're looking like they were going to get the eighth pick. And now they're in the top four. The Charlotte Hornets were even right around there, even lower than that. Now they were going to get a top four pick. And the Knicks, again, another draft where the Knicks get a disappointing result in the draft lottery. The Knicks were looking like the sixth best odds at getting the number one pick. And in the end, the Knicks are going to be picking eighth in the NBA draft. That's a big blow to the Knicks' chances of getting a top pick in the draft. A huge, huge, huge blow for the Knicks to get really one of the top players in the draft. They were at six. There was certainly a chance. If they were going to get a little higher, the chances go up. But now LaMelo Ball is very much out of play. No chance at Anthony Edwards. No chance at James Wiseman. And now the Knicks really have to go back to those two options that I mentioned really throughout this entire process. Cole Anthony, Tyrese Halliburton, those are the two guys that now are firmly, firmly on the Knicks' radar, and they basically have to get one of those two guys, whether they have to possibly think about trading up. They they just lost their big-time position to secure at least one of those two guys. If they would stated six which to me would have been a win tonight. If the Knicks had stayed at six, tonight is a win. The Knicks, the worst case scenario just happened to the Knicks. They dropped two spots to eighth in the draft. It, it really couldn't get much worse, honestly, as far as the draft position for the Knicks based on what they had for percentages. This team's, by the way, second straight year, the Knicks have fallen two spots from where they were projected to draft based on the percentages. So, Another really tough lottery night based on percentages for the Knicks. I'm getting, oh my God, my phone is absolutely blowing up. Knicks fans are texting me. No one's happy. It's, it's, that, it's that same story again. I'm getting a ton of people absolutely fuming with the result for the New York Knicks. Now we're waiting. There's a commercial break. We're waiting to see who gets the top pick in the draft. I believe... Golden State, still still out there, could still get the number one pick. Charlotte, who came in with, I believe, 6% odds, can get the number one pick. And I believe the Chicago, yeah, the Chicago Bulls, who had a lower percentage chance than the Knicks, are going to get at least a top four pick. That's already a huge win for them. So the Hornets and Bulls are already feeling like they just won the lottery, literally. Wow. We're going to get they were they were looking at being where the Knicks were or lower and now they're in the both in the top 4. What a huge blow to the Knicks chances of having a a strong first round. Seriously, that was a big opportunity for the Knicks and I thought I had a, I had a suspicion that, you know, best case scenario the Knicks maybe even moved up a spot tonight, maybe to 5, you know, maybe even to 4. Maybe I should have known a little bit better. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, it's another gut punch. I did not expect the Knicks to be that early in the lottery. They dropped two spots to eighth in the draft lottery. Some of you are probably thinking, uh, of course that was going to happen. Um, I had higher hopes. I really did. I thought the Knicks had a good chance 
of possibly even moving up, if not standing pat, you know. Wow. I'm, I'm kind of stunned, I have to say. Uh, eight, you can't get much worse than that from where the Knicks were standing. I think maybe the the other slim chance they could have fallen a ninth, I, that's really not what the Knicks fans should be thinking about. The fact that they really six, if they'd stayed at six for me, this would have been a win for the Knicks. That's the thing. You want to be at where you're projected to be or higher in this new draft format and the Knicks fall two spots for the second consecutive year. The look on Leon Rose's face said it all. He was very disappointed. You could clear his day. Was not thinking that that was going to happen. And if he was, uh, not thrilled uh, with the result. Disappointing for the Knicks. I'll dive a little bit further into that in the second half of the show. Uh, Wow. A gut punch. Let me take a quick break here. And then we'll let you know who's going to get the first pick in the draft. After this, on the Shock Shock Knicks podcast on the Posting and Toasting Podcast Network. Second half of the show. Here we go. First pick in the draft. Everyone is lining up here. The Chicago Bulls have just been flashed up onto the screen. I believe that means that they've got the fourth pick in the draft. Again, I've got this on mute. The Charlotte Hornets are on the screen. They get the third pick in the draft. It's between the Timberwolves and the Warriors, who both had two of the best chances going into the night. Golden State has the second pick in the draft, which means the Minnesota Timberwolves get the number one pick in the NBA draft. And D'Angelo Russell, the former Brooklyn Nat and former Golden State Warrior representing them tonight. The Timberwolves, a team going in that had one of the best chances of getting the number one pick. They've got it. Golden State will pick second. Not a big loss for them. In all honesty, they can still get their choice between Anthony Edwards and LaMelo Ball. Basically, whoever Minnesota doesn't choose, essentially, because they're going to probably get the other one of those two with the first pick. Charlotte jumps all the way up to three, and the Bulls jump all the way up to number four in the draft. Here's the recap. Celtics 14, Pelicans 13, Kings 12, Spurs 11, Suns 10, Wizards 9, Knicks drop to eight, Pistons 7, Hawks 6, Cavs 5, Bulls 4, Hornets 3, Warriors 2, and the Minnesota Timberwolves are getting the first pick in the 2020 NBA draft. All right, I'm turning off this ESPN coverage. Um, All I can do right now is look at my phone in disgust. Everyone that I know who's a Knicks fan cannot believe it. Uh, One of my good buddies of mine who I've been talking with Knicks about the Knicks for a long time, first one to text me just said, SMH, shaking my head. Can't blame him. I am too. Um, And this kind of firmly goes to what I was saying earlier on in this draft process. The Knicks have to take a point guard now that they've dropped a couple of spots here. Uh, it's just incredible. It really is. It's one of the, I'm, I'm just, I'm just texting people right now as I'm doing this. I just, it's, it's really frustrating. It's, it's one of those things where the Knicks really could have used a break Honestly, I'm not even going to go that far. The Knicks could have stayed. The Knicks could have stayed pat tonight, and I would have looked at that as a W. 
for Leon Rose and this staff. And in the end, they drop not one spot, but two spots to eighth. That changes the dynamic. It really does for this upcoming NBA draft. There's really no getting around that. The Knicks now have to look at a different group of players in the NBA draft. It it, it changes the way that they prepare for this draft. It really does. You're looking at a different group all of a sudden of prospects. You're looking at different situations where you can possibly get your guy. So right now, as it stands, Minnesota would be looking to take, again, according to multiple, I got multiple draft boards up here. Most likely, you're looking at Anthony Edwards to join Carl Anthony Towns in Minnesota. LaMelo Ball is projected to be the second overall pick by most boards. He would go to Golden State. And I think LaMelo Ball's dad, LaVar Ball, would be pretty happy with that. Um, The Knicks right now at eight. That completely changes things. Now, to be fair, James Wiseman has plummeted over the last couple of weeks in some of these draft boards as low as seven. I still don't see the Knicks going for him, even if he falls to them at eight. Right now, looking at a couple boards here, you're looking at Iyeka Ogungwu, Ogungwu, excuse me, Devin Vassell, Isaac Okoro, Precious Achua. These are not players the Knicks want. I'm telling you right now. The Knicks need a point guard. Tyrese Halliburton keeps jumping up on these boards, man. Tyrese Halliburton could be a top five pick when this is all said and done. If that's the case, he's now out of the Knicks range. And I thought he'd be a guy that could be a really nice option to have at five or six. The Knicks are now at eight. That totally changes things for their draft prospects. For some reason, Cole Anthony keeps plummeting in these draft boards. I got a couple up here with him around 14 and 15 in the draft. I think that's absolutely a crime to have him that low. I think if the Knicks have a shot at him at eight, you take him in a heartbeat. I think you don't hesitate and you take him. No questions asked. I think he is the maybe second best point guard in this draft, if not the first. I think you got to look at him as an option at eight. No question about it. But for me, it's got to be a point guard now. It really does. Tyrese Halliburton or Cole Anthony. If you don't go in that direction, because now that's a real possibility. It's a real possibility that the Knicks don't take a point guard now because they've dropped a couple of spots. I don't love the options here. I I really don't. I I don't love the option of Killian Hayes. I don't love the option of James Wiseman, who somehow could get there. I I don't see that, but it's a possibility. Patrick Williams from Florida State. I mentioned Achua. I mentioned Aaron Naismith on, on previous podcasts from Vanderbilt. I don't love a lot of these options. I really don't. I think the Knicks could really be in trouble here with their draft positioning because they don't have a lot of room to work with. Could they trade up? It's a possibility, but with the pandemic, I wouldn't really make that a top option for the Knicks to help themselves out here. But the Knicks just lost a huge opportunity tonight. They really did. This is a huge loss. Couldn't have been much worse, to be honest with you, for the Knicks tonight in the draft lottery. That late first round pick now becomes huge. Again, I mentioned a couple of options down there. It doesn't have to be a point guard if you take one with that first pick. But Tyler Bay, Devon Dotson, Jalen Smith, RJ Hampton, Sadiq Bay. Those are the kind of the options you're looking at there. Maybe if you're looking again, if you really need a point guard, Emmanuel quickly would be available most likely there as well. A little bit further down the point guard uh, charts, maybe. 
Uh, you look at a Jameis Ramsey, if he's still around, from Texas Tech. I think maybe even a Trey Jones fits there as well. But the Knicks, remember, have an early second-round pick. That could be an opportunity to take a really talented guard as well, hopefully coupled with a big-time pick with that top-10 pick as well. Listen, is this the end of the world? It's not. The Knicks still have some options here, but it's it's a huge missed opportunity for the Knicks. I, I, I feel like it's a big missed opportunity. I really do. The Knicks really, really needed to stay where they were, if not get better with this pick. And they've dropped two spots. That really changes everything for Leon Rose. And you saw it on his face. You could see it on his face when they flashed him on the screen. That's the look of a man that did not expect to drop two spots. He thought that it could possibly play out his way. Bitterly disappointed for Leon Rose. Nothing he can do about it. It's the luck of the lottery. And the Knicks were not lucky tonight. No questions about that. And it could cost them big time in this upcoming draft. It really could. I, I, I'm I bitterly disappointed in the result. I, I know I am. I, I got people. I, I, I'm befuddled because of all the texts coming into me personally from people, not from you guys. I'm sure I'll hear from you guys tomorrow uh, when the show goes out. But it's just so frustrating. It really is. This was a huge chance for the Knicks to set themselves up for some success in the draft. And now we're, we're talking worst case scenarios popping up here for the Knicks where they legitimately could lose out on one of their big point guard options in Tyrese Halliburton. They're now, they're nowhere near LaMelo ball territory now, unless they trade up. I don't think they'll trade up. So the LaMelo balls out Tyrese Halliburton could very well be out. And now you're sticking with Cole Anthony, who I think is a great pick but you're looking at people around the draft and around mock drafts, and he keeps plummeting every day in the draft. I don't, I don't see. I, I would be fine with Cole Anthony at eight. I really would be. But for me, if the Knicks could have gotten up to four, now you're talking Lamelo Ball possibly being an option there. Now he's not. I mean, you're not even on the radar. Not even on the radar. Lamelo Ball could go number one, and that's that's the thing. If the Knicks get up to four, thinking maybe they could get that number one pick potentially. If they really want Lamelo Ball if he's their guy. They trade up for him or Anthony Edwards. Both of them are very much out of play now. No way. Not even for a trade. There's nothing the Knicks could give the 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 Timberwolves or the or the Warriors or even the, a team like Cleveland or the Hawks. None of those teams, I should say. Uh, I should say the Timberwolves or the Hawks. I'm sorry, the Timberwolves or the Cavs can't give anybody that you know any of those guys anything that's going to get you up to that spot. So. Uh, very disappointing. I'm I'm kind of thrown off. I I was maybe wrong maybe wrongly. I, I was going in with high expectations, expecting it to maybe go the Knicks way. They've had such a good couple of weeks. You know, you bring in Tom Thibodeau, you're bringing in good assistants on the staff. It's coming together a little bit. Everyone seems like they're on the same page. There's some positivity, and then the draft lottery comes, and the Knicks drop two spots from sixth, where they went in entering the night. 9% chance at the number one pick, and they get bumped down to eight while the Bulls move up to a top four spot and the Hornets move up to a top four spot as well. Huge night for those two teams. Golden State gets the second pick in the draft. Goodness gracious. They're going to be healthy next year. Clay, Steph, Draymond, and they're going to add a big time prospect as well. Most likely uh, Anthony Edwards or LaMelo Ball. It's going to be a really good draft night 
for the Golden State Warriors. It could be a very bad draft night now for the Knicks if they don't handle that eighth pick well. I, this is the other thing that, that, that I'm worried about as well. This opens up for a mistake. This could really open it up for a Knicks mistake. I, with a top six pick, there's a less chance, less likely chance the Knicks screw it up because they're going to get one of their top guys. But now at the eighth spot, I could see the Knicks screwing this up. I could. I really could because there's more options for them now because some of their top, top, top guys are probably not going to be in the mix. I could see the Knicks messing this up. I really could. By the way, there's another option on the table here. There's another option on the table here. The Knicks could trade this pick. It's that low where you think, is there enough out there at this pick? Maybe they trade down. Maybe they try to trade for a star. Those are options that now are on the table for Leon Bros. They are. I, there's really no other way to say it. That is now a legitimate option. But the Knicks could screw that up. Like that's that's what worries me. Your top five pick, top six pick, boom. Tyrese Halliburton, boom. Lamelo Ball, if you get a little higher, boom. Maybe even a James Wiseman. Now you're thinking, oh boy, eighth. Is you know, is Halliburton going to be there? Cole Anthony's dropping on boards. Do we want to take him here? Is he worth taking here? In my opinion, I think he is. But it's up to them. And 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 again, I have this. I first of all, let me gather my thoughts here. I believe Cole Anthony's a top ten pick in this draft, one hundred percent. And I think he'd be a perfect fit for this Knicks team. I really do. I think he could be the future of this franchise. Do the Knicks feel that way? Based on reports of the last couple of months, LaMelo Ball's been their guy. Second guy, as far as guards, Tyrese Halliburton. Cole Anthony, who was big early, has kind of fallen on the way off the way up, you know, fallen to the wayside a little bit. He could still be that guy at eight. He actually makes a little bit more sense if you go by some of the draft boards at eight. For the Knicks, I think regardless of where they were, he was an option. But now, at eight, there's more options now because the Knicks are not going to get their top picks. They're not going to get the guys that are high on their board. There's a very good chance Tyrese Halliburton is going to go before eight, which means the Knicks have to think about trading the pick. It's an option. I'm not saying they should do it, but it's an option now because you're not where you want to be. And if when you're not where you want to be and you don't feel like you're going to get what you want, you start looking at other options. Can we get more picks in this draft? Or what can we get for this pick from another team as far as personnel? Can we get a star with a package deal? I don't know. I don't know if there's enough on the Knicks roster with a pick this high to do that. But it's now on the table. It is. It's very much on the table. And Oh, geez. I, I've had six people now. I'm not making this up. Six people in the last two minutes saying, trade the pick. As soon as I, <laughs> as soon as I started getting it, I looked down. Of course, people are saying, just trade the pick. It's a possibility. I, I, I think the frustration is a little over the top for some of it. But I'm, I can't say I'm not frustrated. Are you kidding me? Eighth 
is a lot more tougher to deal with than six. It really is. It changes the game in this draft. There's a drop-off now. Really, there is, between six and seven and the rest of the draft. There really is. There really is a big drop-off after probably five or six. Some have James Wiseman at seven. He's a top five pick. I, I don't I don't get where this is coming from. Uh, I, I think the people that are putting him lower than five don't know what they're doing. Um, he's a top five pick. Enough said. I, the kid can shoot the three. He's a seven-footer. Stop it. He's a top five pick. But you look at Edwards, Ball, Toppin, Halliburton, Wiseman. That's five right there. Some are putting Killian Hayes up there. I'm hesitant to do that, to be honest with you. But if you include him, that's six right off the bat. Then there's a there's an Israeli prospect up there as well. Then you're looking at a Gungwu from USC. Then you're looking at Devin Vassell from Florida State. Two positions that really the Knicks don't have as, or shouldn't have as a priority in this draft. Shooting guard and power forward. Really are not two positions the Knicks need right now as their top priority. Of course, you could use more talent. I'm not saying that. But the Knicks need a point guard. That was the point, no pun intended. And now it doesn't look like the Knicks are going to get the guard that they want, which is why now, at this point, there's a lot of options up in the air. And Leon Rose has got a lot to mull over leading up into the NBA draft. There's, there's no getting around that. Wow. All right, before we get out of here, a couple more thoughts on the NBA playoffs. Um, well, first of all, let me know what you guys think about the Knicks, what they should do with this draft pick. Um, a lot of things to consider. By the way, um, for those that want Killian Hayes, he's now very much in play in that point guard position. I have a bad feeling the Knicks are going to take him if they get the chance. I really hope they don't. I'd rather trade the pick than that, or I'd rather trade up and get Tyrese Halliburton, but... That's a different conversation for a different day. We certainly have a lot to talk about now about this pick moving forward. Two quick things on the NBA playoffs before I get out of here. The Clippers and the Mavs. What a series that has been so far. I've watched both games. Luka went off in game one, backed it up in game two. Porzingis helped this time to get tossed like he did in game one. And the Mavs won by double figures to even the series. Donovan Mitchell's had a big postseason so far. 30 points in the game two win over the Nuggets. That series is tied at a game piece. That game three is going to be a lot of fun and could decide what happens moving forward in that series. The winner of game three normally goes on to win the series in the NBA. So that's one to watch. By the way, how about the Rockets beating the Thunder in the first two games without Russell Westbrook? I was totally wrong on that one. They've totally stepped up without him, and they look like the better team by far in that series. Thunder look like a team that's running out of gas. They really do. They're not knocking down enough shots. The defensive matchups that I thought they'd have with Steven Adams against that really small front line of Houston are not materializing as much as I thought they would. The Rockets are taking full advantage. And you know what the Rockets are doing? They're putting bursts together to create distance, and then they're finishing the games off strong. And that's not something they were always doing during the regular season. The Rockets look like a big threat in the West, especially if Portland can change to give the Lakers some trouble. That could be a really interesting series, depending on who goes through in that one in the Western Conference semifinals. No question about that. 
And again, the Bucks evened it up tonight against the Magic. I'm going to go watch Blazers Lakers game two. That's a big game, depending on who wins. We'll see how the rest of that series goes as well. Next week on the podcast, we're going to dive into more about how the Knicks are going to do with this eighth pick. Uh, hopefully, you guys will let me know uh, what you guys think about it. We'll dive into that more on next week's show, and we'll also dive in more on the NBA playoffs. Things will be a lot further along. Raptors, by the way, I think that was the only series I didn't mention. Raptors are up two games now. The Nets have played hard in that series, but they clearly are the inferior team. The Raptors certainly look like a team that wants to defend that NBA championship. Thank you guys, as always, for listening to the podcast. Make sure to like us uh, and subscribe on iTunes. I think I just went YouTube there instead of, uh, <laughs> instead of iTunes. It's the lottery, man. It's killing me tonight. Uh, go to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast, leave us a good rating and review there as well for not only this show, but the Posting and Toasting show as well. You guys are awesome. Thank you as always for listening. Stay safe out there. Don't worry. The Knicks will figure it out, but it's a big blow for this one. Again, then it's not the end of the world, but boy, eight is a lot worse off than six, I have to say. The options are now open. We have to trust and see what Leon Rose and his staff with Tom Thibodeau and company decide to do. All in all, a tough night for the Knicks in the lottery. Thank you for listening. Let me know what you thought about the reaction. I'm sure you had the same reaction I did. And let me know what you guys think the Knicks should do. What do you think the Knicks should do with the number eight pick in the 2020 NBA draft? Stay safe. Thanks, as always, for listening to the podcast. And I'll see you guys next time on the Shock Shock Knicks podcast on the Posting and Toasting Podcast Network.